Oh, hi. I'm Reginald Blakely III, CEO and President of Hot Dog Box. And I bought a special ad on the Doom Boys podcast to let you know that Hot Dog Box stands with you. We guarantee hot dogs will be delivered to you as they are needed in these trying times. And we guarantee that our essential workers will continue to work no matter what to deliver you your hot dogs. In fact, here comes one of our essential workers right now. Hey boss, how's it hanging? Hey, essential worker sleeves, how have you been doing? Oh, you know, uh, you know, we were just uh, checking the quality, checking the hot dogs for purity and uh, Clorox, because as the president of the business, you know, each one of our hot dogs is guaranteed COVID-free uh, because of our That's patented right. bleach dips. Of course, the bleach dip technology is one of Hot Dog Box's most proud achievements. It's one of the safest and easiest ways to ensure COVID-free beef. Or pork, whatever whatever type of dog you're ordering. And that, of course, is the hot dog box guarantee. COVID-free beef and vegetarian options are available starting next week. Starting next week, that's right. And we're going to bleach uh, each and every carrot and cucumber before they go into those those hot dog packs. People need to know that hot dog box will will carry on. So the United States government has requested that hot dog box begin producing N95 masks instead of the hot dogs. I was going to say, are we going to make them out of uh, uh, casings? No, we will not be making N95 masks. Because I, the president and CEO of Hot Dog Box, believe that only one thing can unite Americans in this troubling time. And that is, of course, hot dogs. Delivered fresh to your door every day. Now, young essential worker, I need you to go back in there and produce those hot dogs. On it, boss. Hot Dog Box stands with America. And we stand with essential workers. Encourage Americans to stand tall and stand, stand proud with a hot dog in their hand. Young essential worker, thank you for that. <laughs> hot dogs for Americans is what I have to say. Buy Hot Dog Box today and respect your essential workers. Welcome to another edition of Dish Boys, brought to you by KBZZ Radio, KBuzz Radio. I'm Dick Kiljoy. I'm joined by my host, Jeffrey Gibson here. How's it going, Jeffrey? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. It's a rainy Sunday. Oh, it's perfect. That's the perfect time to be washing the dishes stuck inside. Not much. Oh, no, I'm do. taking them. I'm taking them outside. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're doing it like yeah. a natural way. Yeah, nature's dishwasher. It's all rinsing itself. Nice, nice. Do you have any like? Fresh do you guys air. have raccoons there, or like what kind of, uh, what kind of like um, scavenger sort of animals do you have in that area? Would you like the list of wildlife in Wisconsin? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> we got bears. We got fucking. We got hyenas. We got. <laughs> we got deers everywhere. Oh, that's true. The deer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I forgot about that. Sometimes I'll take the dishes out and I'll just leave them and hope they get licked clean. Yep, yep. 
the deer come and lick all the fucking caked on cheese off of your plates. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a Disney princess sometimes. <laughs> Birds come by pecking the scraps. You're like spinning around and singing, la 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 la. I'm so beautiful. <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> Well, we're joined by, uh, speaking of princesses, we're joined by a special a special guest today. What? What? You don't like the segue? You don't want the, you don't want the, you don't want the crown? The, the tiara? It's perfect. We're joined by Alphabet Pizza. Welcome to the show, AP. It's me. Thank you so much for having me. Fan favorite. You know, we did get a lot of letters. Um, some of them were angry. Some of them were positive. Most of them were angry, but they said, you know, you got to get AP on the show. Like, um, you got to, you know, you got to book her. And we talked to Jerry, and, uh, you know, he can be a bit of a curmudgeon sometimes, but uh, uh, we finally did uh, manage to uh, to get it worked out and get a, get a time booked. And so, well, welcome aboard. How are you doing? You know, pretty good. Pretty good. It's a very warm day here in Ohio. Yeah, it's been yeah. Uh, it's been pretty nice here too. We're supposed to get some rain, but uh, what, what can you do, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. April showers. Yes, yes. Even though we're in May now, Jeff. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we are <laughs> several days into May. Well, <laughs> you know that old rhyme. What do what do May showers bring? Time um, time loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, pilgrims, but okay. <laughs> Oh, is that what is that what happens? Is that when the pilgrims show up? Yeah, May. No, that's May flowers. Never mind. Oh, boy. hi, AP. It's, it's somewhere there. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing there. That's funny. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Good job, Jeff. Thank you so much. Doing a Mayflower joke. Oh my goodness. I tried. Yeah. No, that's good. It's great stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, so we're, uh, we're here to talk about dishes today. We're here to talk about dishes and, uh, you know, it's a wonderful world. It's a, it's a fantastic, um, experience every time you get to roll up your sleeves and, and, uh, get to, get to work on, um, cleaning up a kitchen, right? Like it's a lot of fun. It's such a, such a blessing to, you know, take a little bubble bath. <laughs> exactly. For your hands, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Exactly. Yep. Uh, now, when you take this bubble bath, do you wear gloves or do you just go in there? Oh no, I just, I just raw dog it. I, uh, okay. no, yeah. no gloves for me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, a majority of the guests that we have on this show uh, do it all natural, and you know, I, I do salute that. But uh, you know, as as most people know, I do wear gloves. I'm a bit of a sensitive boy. Just a freak. Not a freak, just sensitive. There's nothing wrong with trying to take care of my manicure, right? It costs a lot. I go into the shop every week, I get my nails done, and uh, it's, you know, I want to take care of my investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems like something you would do. Exactly. It's on brand. What can mm-hmm. I say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what uh, what uh, type of uh, dish soap do you uh, generally favor? Oh, I am a a Dawn baby through and through. That's oh, for sure. Another fan favorite of the show. Oh, is, uh, absolutely, is hands yeah. down, my favorite. I've I've tried so many different kinds of dish soap. Oh, because I just like you know the different smells and and such. But 
nothing beats the blue dawn i've i've really tried so many different different options right uh, now i took out my big slab of paper that i keep a list on of how many people wear gloves <laughs> and how many people wear dawn and oh boy. i got far more check marks than little dicky and i'm coming up ahead <sighs> that feels good for you you're feeling okay i don't have a lot but i have this <laughs> <laughs> it feels good to win <laughs> yeah give me a little trophy oh god that oh, little trophy yeah. every, every time i read it i just go ha <laughs> yes dicky is wrong i don't know i feel like other soaps they just leave like um i always feel like i can taste this the other soap later on we've talked about this before the uh the mm-hmm. i think it, it 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 might be the um quality of perfume products that get used in uh, in other soaps I tend to steer clear of the, you know, the kind of the fancier sort of frou-frou uh, ones. Like, they have ones that, like, smell like fresh flowers or something. And it's like, well, why would I want that smell, like, mm-hmm. near where I'm eating? Or, like, you know, like, those scented things, the perfumed things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, I think that there's a lot of bad perfumes being used out there in, in dish soap. So. I think somebody found out that citric... Uh, acid is a good cleaner yeah and it works fine doing like household chores and a lot of things are like orange scented but if you ever see any orange dish soap that flavor sticks with you and it's like this artificial bitter orange that is going to be on every single surface of every single cup and glass you wash and it just does not work out too well no yeah, see I, ob- I object i object to this because i use the orange palm olive and you now, don't the orange, think the you orange taste palm it? Olive, the orange palm olive does not advertise itself as being orange scented, though. That's oh. the thing. So it's just orange in color. It just smells like soap. Like, there's no scent to it. No, I think they do have an orange scented, like, they do, of course, have an orange scented palm olive, but not for Dickie. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that's not the right stuff. You see it and you violently throw it down the shopping aisle. <laughs> Yeah, no, I knock, I've gotten in trouble. I've gotten banned from a couple of stores uh, for getting belligerent in the uh, detergent aisle. Just tons of soap all over the floor. Yeah. They're like, someone's got to clean this up. And it's like, it's soap. It will do it itself. Exactly. Some old lady slips and falls. I'm just like, hey, that's not my problem. Oh, no. Sorry, Grandma. Yep. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have, you picked the wrong day to buy soap. Sorry, Grandma, these dishes aren't going to wash themselves. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, AP, you're known as being... Oh, shit, what's that big word? Sorry, this is... I all edit this. Oh, the police are coming, look out. They have oh. the police. Wow, the police to... are always there. They're coming to arrest you for not knowing what word you want to use here. <laughs> AP, you are known for being notoriously Amish, at least in your past, <laughs> before things happened and you were... <laughs> stuck on a horse and sent <laughs> off into the wilderness. Yes. Yeah. Um what was the dishwashing situation in the Amish village where you come from that I picture well, being soap do they use? Yeah. Much like M Night Shyamalan's The Village is how I imagine it. That's exactly what it was like. You got it just spot on. Just a tiny little village in the woods. <laughs> yeah. You can't um, you can't cross the tree line because that's where Sin yeah. sin begins. And we can't wear red. Ooh. 
It's the color of passion. <laughs> yes, it is the color of the devil. Yes, yes. Um, oh. But yeah, what kind of like what kind of soap do they use in the Amish community? Is there like a brand? Do they make their own soap or? Well, no, they don't make their own soap. I mean, I'm sure there are some that do, but my mm-hmm. mom for sure was a uh, a Blue Dawn from the start. Okay. User, okay. So, um, but the Amish in in general, they they have a whole um, system of how they do dishes because if they have like a huge gathering, um, they yeah. they have to like kind of have an assembly line. So they have like a person that scrapes the dishes, like the food off the dishes, and then there's a person that's washing, and then there's like a like a big sink full of like rinse water. Mm-hmm. And then gets moved over to the people that are drying the dishes. So they have a whole, like when it's a big crowd of people, that's how they do things. I imagine that uh, that music, that like factory music is playing. (laughs) 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 Oh, and another thing with Amish, a man will never touch like the dirty dishes. Like they do not clear the table. They do not do anything of the sort is is for sure the woman's job which i love uh, yeah yeah i was about to say have we mentioned that dudes rock lately because wow dudes do rock now ap you just said that you you love this fact (laughs) could you explain explain why i mean clearly washing dishes is for a woman to do that's why we're here on this earth to clean up after men right these statements are not <laughs> in any way um, coming from the Dish Boys. Uh, this is our guest speaking her mind, and we respect her opinion on this. Allegedly. We, <laughs> well, you clearly said it. We at Dish Boys. Well, Jerry's shaking his head right now. He just slapped a note up against the window that says controversy, and it's like circled. Question mark. Yeah. He keeps saying that if we're more controversial, if we say more like extreme things on the podcast, that that will help our numbers. And, um, you know, it may help. Uh, yeah, it's it's, you know, if you get a little bit get a little bit crazy, you know, it's, it is May, right? So we are going through meltdown May. Maybe we can have a little meltdown on the show or something. It's partially May, partially April. Right, that's right. Yeah. Or Maple. Or in uh, Maple. Yeah, exactly. You know what they say about Maple? Never mind. <laughs> oh boy. Circle back around to that, Jim. Uh, well, that's you know what that that is very um, inspiring in a certain way that uh, the when the Amish are washing their dishes, they do it kind of as a little team, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. instead of one person doing everything, it's which is, you know, crazy overwhelming, especially, you know, flashing back to working in a kitchen. Usually there's only one dish boy there cleaning up everything. So that means one guy has to, like, wash all the dishes for that night's, like, dinner, right? Like My uh, my first job was as a dishwasher, hey. actually, when I was 14. We got something in common. Yep. It was, uh, it was in a pretty decent-sized restaurant, and they have... They had one of those really big, um, like, conveyor, I don't know how to describe it. Like, you can fit, like, mm-hmm. three or four large trays of dishes in at a time and close it up and send it on through. So there was, like, two people in the front of it, like, scraping the dishes into giant 
like trash cans that you had to eventually like go take out back, which was really disgusting. And then like push them through the dishwasher. Then there was like two people in the back or more. Now these bags of old food go to the lions that the Amish are known for keeping. <laughs> yes. The famous <laughs> Amish lions. Yes. That would be crazy if there was like a Tiger King version, but like Amish. A little lion with a bonnet on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they hook the plows up to Can't use them. computers. Can't use computers or electricity. Oh boy, yeah. That must be um. Uh, that must be fascinating to be in that world. With such technology, such such heights of technology that we have now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. still um, still so fascinating to me to turn a light switch on, you know. Yeah, no, that must be. Does it scare you sometimes? Or yeah, a little bit. Okay, no, a that's bit every fine. Time. I, I get scared too, right? It is kind of freaky. The more dark it is, the more scared I get when I turn the light on. Oh, so you you, you yeah. prefer the darkness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just prefer to sit in the dark. (laughs) In in a little corner. You ever look at a light bulb and not understand how someone fit a tiny sun in there? Yeah, it's just me looking looking in the light bulb and a bunch of question marks coming out of my head. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, you know, it's... uh, Technology has come so far, and this is these these are kind of the times that we're living in right now. It's uh, we got light bulbs, we got computers that think for us. It's uh, yeah, it's wonderful. Running water. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So now that you've escaped from the Amish, um, what what do you prefer? Do you prefer hand washing or a dishwashing machine? Oh come on, hand washing. I am very anti dishwasher. That's right. That's the way to be. You know, mm-hmm. the dishwashers are, uh, uh, they're taking jobs away from, um, from hardworking Americans. It's, uh, it's really, it's terrifying. And, uh, they, they continue to, they continue to do this every day and, mm-hmm. uh, they have to be stopped. It's so sad. Yeah. I definitely prefer to wash my dishes and then let them dry until the next day when I put them away. What, uh, what type of, uh, tools what type of equipment do you have around the sink there as far as sponges go or like do you have like a scrapey sort of uh... mm-hmm. um for a very long time i used like a like a cloth to wash my dishes and then you know just wash that but okay. in the last couple of years i've i've um changed to using like the little scrubby sponge with the two sides yes the green and yellow combo yeah 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 that's a classic yeah. Um, I just picked up a couple of those today because I finally had to put my uh, I, I finally had to put my scrub daddy down. It was oh, too dirty. Boy. You took it yeah, behind the shed. It was. Yeah, <laughs> loaded up the old shotgun and just. Goodbye, daddy. Yep. Yep. Had to had to put, put daddy down. Oh no! The police come over and they heard an anonymous anonymous report that. A strange man was digging a hole in his backyard and <laughs> I just imagine like a chalk drawing of a smiley face. <laughs> Caution tape around it. Oh. I went out to my sink once and I saw this sponge lying on the side and 
it was all withered and I thought it died and I just started sobbing uncontrollably and the tears hit it and it just came back to life and it was a miracle. Wow. That's a very moving story. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was deep, Jeff. Yeah. That was very poetic. I have yet to use a scrub daddy. I am. Oh boy, we well, we got to get you. We are, you know, on top of uh, on top of our guests staying at the local Marriott, um, which we hope you're uh, comfortable there. We hope you, oh, everything's been going fine. Uh, you do receive a commemorative dish set and a uh, and a, what we what we're calling lately we're calling this a dish daddy. It's a prototype for a new sponge. Um, and it's got our faces on there. You can see there's one that's got Jeff's face on it and one that's got my face. And you, you kind of stick your fingers through <laughs> the mouth part and then you can, you, you like scrub your dishes and it's, it's pretty cool. We're, we're still in early phases, but, uh, it's, uh, we, we think it's, we want you to try it out and let, let you, let us know what you think of it. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Yeah, my this. beard is perfect for old pasta stains like sauce and <laughs> yeah it's true and part of the part of the idea is that parts of the sponge are darker so that you can like clean kind of like darker um uh jobs basically mm. like if you're scrubbing like the inside of a pot and like there's a bit of like black um like burn like mm-hmm. carbon there you can use the like jeff's beard uh to clean that part just so you don't stain up the rest of the sponge wow it's yeah. kind of like a like a dishwashing puppet in a way <laughs> it is yeah now that i think about you it you can get two of them and make us talk while you listen to the latest episode of dish boys <laughs> it's true yeah you can do like a little little puppet show while you're like washing the dishes you can be like oh i'm gonna stick your head underwater oh no i'll stick your head underwater <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a um oh what's his name from uh uh it's a wonderful life i can't think of his name oh jimmy stewart yeah you sounded like jimmy stewart the first <laughs> oh jimmy stewart stick your head underwater when you wash the dishes do you are you a soaker or do you just get in there and get it done yeah. Um, I I do the dishes every day, so um, unless it's like a big, you know, big old pot that I've had simmering for a long time, I I don't usually need to soak stuff too long because I I like to have the dishes done like every day. Not that I don't ever skip it, but you know, just kind of like to get them done. You never uh, you never make that uh, husband of yours uh, pick up uh, pick up the sponge. Well, actually, since he's been off work. Um, oh. For the last two months, he's been washing actually most of the dishes, which is that's not great. something that he usually does. So, all righty, well we'll have to uh, we'll have to jab him. Maybe we'll get mm-hmm. him on the show at some point. I oddly kind of missed it a little bit. Whoa, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> what What do you think will happen to you if, say, the Amish elders hear that you are letting a man wash your dishes? Well, oh, I don't boy. think I don't think they could get rid of me more than they have already so i don't know they would probably be very disappointed in that but that's okay is that like uh it's not like a like a sin or something right like no but they they just you know believe frown upon it yeah the women should do those kinds of things and the man should work out in the field right he needs to focus his attention on 
digging hay. holes and like feeding the cows <laughs> yes. and stuff. Which milking, are which are both which are all like very like strenuous like mentally challenging things that mm-hmm. at the end of the day when you come home you're not mentally prepared to like move your hand back and forth <laughs> over a dish. <laughs> And the then, hands like, have stopped moving for the day. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. So, the wheels have stopped turning and yeah. time to go to bed at 6.30 p.m. Yep. And then I'll wake up at 4 and I'll go out and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. It's a so. beautiful life. Yes. Yeah. I love that cycle, right? Mm-hmm. It's great. Um. Yeah. So uh, do you have like a... um? favorite cup or like a mug that you use uh frequently maybe one that you really like um i have i have a couple uh favorite coffee mugs i'm i'm very into like a wide a wide mug mm. and that those are my favorite um i do use my jack am cup quite a bit what's a good one happy. it's bright bright yellow and for like for drinking glasses i have a favorite um pint size wide mouth quart jar that i use which is very hipster of me but it is uh it is my favorite drinking vessel like mason jars are great for drinking out of i don't really i get that it's like become a hip thing but i'm surprised that it took so long to become a hip thing because it's good well the funny thing about that is well my amish family (laughs) uses jars for every single thing and like when i was younger I, i always thought it was like kind of an embarrassing thing like oh you're poor or something because you don't have like pretty glasses yeah but that's just what i've what i grew up using and it's still like my favorite thing but now it's like cool but i don't want people to think that i'm trying to be like you know hip slumming it yeah have you ever considered maybe a glow-in-the-dark mug so when you're sitting in the darkness you can <laughs> not burn yourself on coffee that's a very good idea well, that Jack A.M. mug is bright yellow. That's, it is. I mean, that almost glows in the dark. but you It know. almost does, yeah. I was wondering, too, with that mug, does it come with a license to use yellow? No, I believe the license is um, separate. So does that mean you're violating the license by owning the cup? Or <laughs> does know? the cup have the licensing baked into it? Basically? I haven't thought about that. I could be doing illegal activity and not even know it. We're going to have to talk to AP or a JP about yeah. this. Pardon me. JP, uh, JP, the lawyer might, might, might take some interest in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Even though he does not. <laughs> anyway, never mind. <laughs> so dumb. Just... Yeah. Oh God. Um, what, uh, do you own like a set of dishes uh, or uh, do you have like a kind of a mishmash of stuff? I mostly have a mishmash, but I do have a set of like four bowls and four plates that my best friend's mom um, gifted me when I first moved into this house, mm-hmm. and it's my um, my favorite uh, teal color, just plain old, plain old dishes. But I I also just like mismatched stuff. So teal, what is that? Is that like a gray? Like a bluish, blue greenish kind of color. I'm more of a cerulean blue fan myself. Hmm. You just like saying the word cerulean. I do. It makes me sound fancy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, teal, blue, green. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. Kind of aqua. Yeah, Dicky. He doesn't have a lot of beliefs, you know, but 
He's pretty hardcore on there only being eight colors. He believes in the crayola. <laughs> the crayola. <laughs> yeah, it's Crayola List. theory. Yeah, yeah it's uh, you, you've not heard the Crayola theory that there's the only those are the only colors that actually exist in nature. Everything else is some kind of weird corporate abomination. Yeah, Dicky oh. Dicky only colors with eight crayons, and he was at the store once, and he. He saw a box that said 64, and he violently threw it across the aisle, striking an old lady on the head, falling down. And... <laughs> that had just fallen again. down in a puddle of soap. <laughs> again, again, again with the old ladies. First, I, I got in trouble for... Oh, boy. Dickie's very disrespectful to the elderly, I'm finding out. Well, he believes, like the Amish do, that once you reach the age of 60, you climb up on top of a mountain and oh, no. throw yourself off. And... Mm-hmm. Then you wear that, a bunch of flowers. That was the weirdest shit. I typed teal into Google Images, and one of the first images that popped up was a woman like had pulled her bra down and her tits were out. <laughs> But but there was like tape over okay, her nipples. Okay, you can't there was like search. X, you can't search teal t- in Pornhub. You have to go to Google. Yeah, try Google or Bing. I just typed it into Google, and mm-hmm. now when I hit refresh, it's gone. I don't know what happened to it. It was like it never existed. Yeah, that is very strange. That is so weird. I tried because I tried to like I tried to click reload, and then it just vanished. I did not imagine that. That was real. Did you look up just teal or like I teal? just put teal. I just put teal into Google. That was it. You didn't put woman? <laughs> nope. Just teal. Because <laughs> huh. I just looked up teal and all I see are color swatches. For the I know. First, that's like... the thing. Now it's called color swatches. But before, the first image that came up was like this like wayfish looking blonde woman like uh, it was obviously like a. It was like a. She was modeling a shirt or something like that. Hmm. Perhaps you hit the shopping option on search. Oh, maybe oh. that was it. Maybe that was it. Uh, Perhaps. Let's, let's try shopping. <laughs> Perhaps. No, now it's bringing me up suit options. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. But yeah, teal's my favorite color. I have many, cool. um, many cups and plates and everything else that color. I think that, um, I'm not sure, like, if we've kept track of the numbers on this, but I think that millennials are, like, killing the uh, dish set industry. Oh, yeah? Because most of the people that we've spoken to don't own a set of dishes. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just, they've got a mishmash of stuff or or whatever, so I think we'd have to consult the numbers. Jerry, what, what are the... Can we get the numbers on that? Okay, no, he's flipping me off now. All right. It's almost like a millennial's uh, cabinets are filled with paper plates and sporks from Taco Bell that they've decided to keep. Mm-hmm. Well, and hand-me-downs. The, a common theme seems to be hand-me-downs or stuff that stuff that our parents like gave us and stuff like that. So, yeah. I've gotten actually quite a few um, nice plain plates at the Dollar Tree. I was yeah. I was going to host. Um, thanksgiving at my house for like like 10 or 12 friends a couple years ago and i didn't have that many plates so i went to the dollar tree and like got a like really nice like set of 12 you know matching plates for 12 dollars 
AP, I'm going to, this might shock you. If you would like to know where my current dish set is from, it is from the Dollar Tree. I am not surprised at all. I am guessing that they are teal because they are a greenish, bluish color. And Mm -hmm. if we... See, you guys have so much in common. We probably have the same place. This would shock me. We'll take pictures and have a dish dish Mm -hmm. sharing experience. The the large set that I got was like two different gray colors but the like i have two teal ones that i use almost every day as my mains yep the dollar tree didn't have a lot of option with mugs because i was not going to buy a girl boss mug and walk around (laughs) sipping out of that i just didn't feel right yeah they don't have a very good selection of mugs but plates pretty good I read some story about like them using like really low quality paints in uh, in like dollar store stuff. So oh, no. I was like I've been, I was like totally put off buying like dishware or any glassware from the dollar store forever. I was just oh, like, no, nope. I didn't know about this. I'm like, nope. Not saying that I'm not saying that yours are bad or anything. I'm just saying that I <laughs> just other just, other Dollar Tree plates. That and you could buy you could buy a hundred you know you could buy a two hundred dollar dish dish set set and depending on where they made it they could have used lead paint or some other crap in that too right right? like it's just we don't make anything here in north america anymore so we can't regulate it like we used to i haven't had any problems with you know anything chipping so that's good hopefully you know that's the thing a lot of them are just they're all coming from the same factories and stuff it's just one area they're gonna do quote-unquote premium dishes and the other area they're just gonna do kind of thinner cheaper sort of stuff right mm-hmm. like, well it all so, comes from the same thing which is sand and clay so it's not like any dish should cost yeah. that much money yeah. yeah exactly yeah it's just dirt we're eating off dirt <laughs> eating, eating off a dune a dune plate <laughs> a dune plate yeah exactly oh yeah that's true oh shit it's the freaking sands of arrakis i do have a, a very special uh plate that um my grandma gave me that I used to always use when I would go to her house for dinner. Oh. Um, and it, it was like a, it's just like a white, um, white plate with like three sections. And I would just always use that plate when I went to her house. So, um, when she moved, she got rid of a bunch of stuff. So I, I didn't force her to give it to me, but I heavily suggested that I wanted the plate. So she gave it to me. <laughs> Is this three oh, sections nice. because you, you won't eat? If your food touches? Oh, no, I don't care about that. She just, I just always liked that plate for some odd reason. I don't even know why, because I, it's just super plain. But as a kid, I just always liked that plate. So now it's in my house. That makes me think of uh, when Jeff was talking about separating out the food. That makes me think of my sister, like for like a phase, like for maybe like a year or something. She was like obsessed with just mashing all her food together and eating it like that. Ooh. Like, just if you were eating, like, rice and, like, chicken, she would, like, cut up all the chicken and, like, mix it all up with the rice and the gravy and, like, make this, like, weird goulash sort of thing. It was kind of disgusting to watch, right? Like, Did she have braces at the time? No, I think she she was just going through this weird phase where she's just like, I might as well just, like, merge all the food together and then Mm -hmm. it makes it easier to eat or something. (laughs) Do you guys, are you bothered by the mixing of the foods? To, or the, oh, like the touching I, I, I mean oh well the touching oh no that's fine I, I don't care about that it it was just when she was doing it she was like purposely like mixing it up and it was just yeah do you think those people can eat soup 
<laughs> yeah, that's basically <laughs> what they're doing. Is they're making like a soup out of it. I mean, I guess it's practical. You can eat it faster. It doesn't make any sense though. No. You're still cutting up the food and everything. Like you might as well just cut it up and put it in your mouth, not cut it up and then mix it with like what's How old think, how old was your sister when she did this? I think she was like it was probably like 10 or 12, something like that, 10 to oh, 12. Okay. For some reason I imagine her being like in her 20s. <laughs> no, god no. I didn't I I didn't live with her into my 20s. I got the hell out of there, man. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, for sure. I've seen that done at Thanksgiving, and I'm not a fan of mashed potatoes at all. What? You motherfucker. <gasps> Sorry. What? What? After it came out, I realized what I've done. <laughs> I'm sending you back to the Amish. Shit. I, I have used out. mashed potatoes to bury food that I've not wanted to eat. I have taken green beans and hid them under the mashed potatoes before. Oh nice. boy! You make a little green bean grave, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I I make a little cross off of green beans too and stick it on top. <laughs> Here lies green beans. <laughs> Do you like potatoes in general? Um, I think if potatoes were just curly fries, I'd be fine with that. Hmm. I think it's a texture thing because I also can't eat eggs without feeling sick to my stomach. Mm, makes sense. What about a nice roasted potato? Um, I like the little red ones. Okay. Yeah, those are great. That's acceptable. Yeah. Why are those so expensive? Are they more expensive? I don't know. They seem like it seems like really expensive to buy like the little baby potatoes. Like you can get like a giant fucking you can get like a giant roasting potato for like a nickel mm-hmm. and um a like a fairly small small sized bag of those small potatoes is like six bucks yeah they're artisan potatoes they're grown by a guy wearing a flannel shirt and a <laughs> finely trimmed beard that he he dusts the dirt off of each one with a little fan brush and puts them in the bag he wove himself and sends them he off has, to the shopping market he has a little beret and he like is painting each potato <laughs> yes he's like i must get you i must get you ready for your presentation <laughs> And purple. There's purple potatoes. Have you guys ever had those? Uh, I think so. I think they're called new potatoes, and I don't trust that because it sounds like some kind of genetic experiment. Looks like experiment to yeah. They don't seem too natural. Potato. I think it also might be like a genetic thing because I'm I'm at least part Irish, and I think potatoes are responsible for the death of too many people. So you feel guilt every time you oh eat mashed God. potatoes. I do. Jeff, we have to we have to sit down and actually talk about what what the potato <laughs> famine actually was. Well, that's the next episode. I was at a grocery store once. And there was this big pile of potatoes, and I saw them, and I got so angry that I just threw them down the aisle. <laughs> Did you knock down an old lady? <laughs> Old lady's like, I can't catch a break. I keep coming to the store. She's all banged up already. I got potatoes. I got soap. I got crayons. Conveniently, it was what she came to the store for. So in a way, we helped her. Oh, true. Wait a second. You're saying we. It was just you. It wasn't me. Oh, I just figured it was the same old lady. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I I get what you mean for sure. 
Um, <laughs> oh boy, what kind of music? What kind of music do they play at your supermarket that you go to? Well, I go to Aldi, so there's no music. No music which is, at Aldi, which is fine with me. Yeah, it's great. Hmm. I spend too much time in a grocery store, and I've now heard pretty much '80s movies music. They switched it yeah. over during all this, and it was like um, adult contemporary. Grocery stores play a certain kind of music that is uh, slower, so you are naturally walking slower through a grocery store, spending more time in there, and gives you more time to pick out various oh. food sources and all that. And there's a term for it, but I can't remember what it is, but... Ever since this happened, they've decided to change the music they play, and it, it's now a lot of, uh, I just call it 80s movie music, and it's more upbeat and cheerful, and frankly, the less time you spend in a grocery store with what's going on is for the best. Right. Oh, so you're saying that they've been speeding up the music a little bit lately? Yeah, they've been speeding up, and it's a lot more cheerful, upbeat yeah. Music. I've heard a lot of uh, Love Shack lately. <laughs> oh my god, that's like my number one most hated song. <laughs> a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't song. like that song. Yeah, I'm totally fine with the band, but I absolutely hate that song. I've heard "Run Around" by Blues Traveler more in the last two months than I've ever heard in my entire life, and I, I think that's probably from the '90s. But I'm kind of done with yeah. that one too. Yeah, too much of anything can be uh, can be bad. It's uh, yeah. I just I I noticed that too recently that like they've been playing more upbeat stuff at the store. Like I was like in the frozen food section, like grabbing something, and they played like it was like a live version of "I Want to Dance with Somebody," the Whitney Houston song, and I was like, "Jeez, okay, yeah." I haven't been in a grocery store or like any large chain um store for over two months so i haven't heard any music that's great because i just great. go to aldi so well aldi's is a store they just don't play music <laughs> right there. Don't, right don't 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 pretend like you, you haven't been going out oh no I've, I've worded it wrong i've I, aldi is the only place i get groceries i've been there you're two like, times you're like last... well i haven't even left the house in two months <laughs> i'm just like what oh am I, no <laughs> I'm not trying to hide things. I know. I know. Just... <laughs> Aldi's is, Aldi's but, uh, is small. Yeah. Aldi's is cheap. And Aldi's has a different mindset. And I would prefer to go to Aldi's than anywhere else because it is a bunch of people who want to get out of there. Exactly. There's a certain yeah. way you can go. You just go in and get out. And there's like limited options. It's the best. Maybe the way that a supermarket should be. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Aldi's also has a thing I've never seen before where you have to put a quarter in a shopping cart to like rent it for half an hour. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got they have that here oh. everywhere. Yeah, oh really? Everywhere. Oh I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. It's smart. Yep, you gotta uh pop a quarter in and uh you get your quarter back when you bring it back. I always like to give my shopping cart away before I return it if I can. Sure, yeah. Because it's just nice. Pay it forward, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of supermarket music, uh, what uh, what do you like to listen to, or or do you watch uh, TV when you're washing dishes, or what do you what's your uh, what's your routine? I don't ever watch anything. I almost always listen to podcasts. I um, oh. very famously have a podcast plus plus dishes um, 
set of videos on my Instagram story that oh, I, I make cool. a little uh, snippet of. Um, I don't even actually know how I got started with it. I just did it two times accidentally, and I was like, well, I'm just going to keep doing it for two years. <laughs> but usually podcasts. That's great. That's great. We owe this entire existence of this podcast <laughs> for that reason. I feel so honored. The yes. whole idea of doing a podcast about washing dishes was AP making a clip of another podcast that some people have heard of called Dune Boys. Uh, so that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys gave me so much money, paid me so much money for this. I was able to yeah. quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> which you are right back to so the question is yeah. what exactly did you do with the fifty thousand dollars that we had to send you i bought a luxury yacht <laughs> for fifty thousand dollars no, yeah. must, have, must have just been the down payment i don't i actually much don't know how much a yacht costs I was about to say, it's not $50,000. You know, as long as you have gas in that yacht, that $50,000 is a down payment that you can just float away on. Are they going to come after exactly. you? How do you yeah. think, like, repossessing a yacht would work like pirates? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that there's, like, a repo man that's, like, on a yeah. boat? <laughs> An old, old-timey boat. Yeah, it's like a tugboat, like an old <laughs> junk. Oh my god. And he's just like, he's like, I'm the best damn boat repo man in the world. Boat repo man. Yep. There you go, there's a new reality TV show for you. That's a new show. You follow around the guy that repossesses people's boats. Sounds like something that would be on Buzzcast Network. Um, like the pivotal, or like the main point of the one episode is like, he comes to like take this guy's boat and it's up on land and he's like, hmm, how do I get the boat back in the water? <laughs> he blows up the local <laughs> dam to flood it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> it like drowns like 10,000 people. <laughs> but we got a boat. He's like, I got my damn boat. Success. I, I told you, I'll do anything to get the boat. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's terrible. But perfect. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We live in very stressful times right now, and I have a little bit of dishwashing news that will possibly help us out a little bit. Yeah, yeah let's hear about the dishwashing This is news. from yeah. realsimple.com. It is seven meditative cleaning tasks to tackle when you're stressed. Calling everyone who likes to stress clean by Kaylin Harris. Some people like to do yoga, others stress bake, but might we suggest another alternative? Cleaning as a form of meditation. Quiet, rhythmic cleaning tasks that keep your hands busy but let your mind wander can be an ideal form of stress relief too. But the beauty here is the stress cleaning lets you accomplish something that needs to get done while also self-soothing. Now we just need to know how to turn grocery shopping into a legit form of exercise, and we're all set. <laughs> I'm going to not read the entire article, but I go. I will read the, the list here. Number one is dusting. I don't think dusting can be calming mm. in any way, probably because you'll be sneezing a lot. Number. I'm skipping number two because number two is dishwashing. Number three... 
Well, Dustin could be like Dustin could be like se- like sexy like if like if she's got the French maid on, she's got that what is it, the French tickler or what is it? That's just relaxing for the person watching the duster. Well, it could be fun for the other person too, the performer. Could be, could be. Yeah. yeah, we're not here to judge. We're here to clean. <laughs> and that's what she's doing too. Yeah. Number three is cleaning glass. I don't see how that can be enjoyable because I leave streaks everywhere. Number four is sweeping. Number five is folding laundry. Number six is making the bed. Number seven is oiling wood furniture and cutting boards. How often do you oil your cutting board? Oh boy. Religiously. Do you? (laughs) Yep. Yep. I get get out my plastic cutting board and I... uh... Grease it up. Slipping out of your hands? No, that's actually not true. I have one plastic one and one wooden one, but I use the plastic one way more now. I only use the wooden one, like, for special occasions. Yeah, me too. You bust out your French maid outfit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) To oil your plastic... Yes, and I sing I sing a jaunty French tune, <laughs> which is Per Jaca because that's the only one I know. My heart will go on. Dicky Dicky just gets out his French maid outfit and sings the entire Les Miserables song. Les Miserables. That's that's perfect. Every single day. <laughs> Uh, so according to Real Simple, the number two most stress-reducing cleaning act is hand-washing dishes. Hey, warm water, wonderful. Warm water, some nice-smelling dish soap, which is not a good thing. Again, with the perfume, they're always pushing the and perfume. some gentle washing. It can all be quite pleasant if you've got the time. Well, it's not time or water efficient to hand-wash every dish. Sometimes there's nothing more gratifying than scrubbing your best cocktail or wine glass. Cleaning a cloudy glass so it shines feels like an easy win when you need one. Isn't that nice? It that is, is nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. Now, AP, when you wash the dishes, do you feel accomplished when you get rid of that giant pile? Oh, I do. It's uh, it's very uh, rewarding because, you know, I do it every day. So it's just like a nice, quick little accomplishment. And it feels good to have the kitchen, like, settled, you know, ready to go for the next day. For sure. No, there is that accomplishment that you feel. Uh, it's a pride in your home. And, um, yeah, it is uh, it is really nice. Mm-hmm. Now, AP, we have a very important part of the show where it's a two-part question. We'll see if I throw in the, th- the third secret question. But what is your <laughs> best dishwashing experience? <laughs> well... I guess the best one would be when I washed dishes just earlier today. And, um, yeah, it was just a really uh, relaxing, rewarding experience because I actually haven't washed dishes for over a week, so it was kind of nice. That's true. Yeah, you were saying that your husband's been picking up a, mm-hmm. picking up a boatload of that uh, 
of that washing. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you are a better dishwasher, a dishwasher than he is, or oh, is there any sure. kind of uh, is, there, is there a little bit is maybe a little bit lacking in his technique? Oh, he's he's very good at it. He just he's very slow at it, and that's okay. Oh, okay. I'm just okay. um. I feel like I've you know I really have it have it down where I can do it very fast and efficiently. I What's think it's the... probably the Amish in me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that efficiency, right? You mm-hmm. got to get it done quick, and uh, yeah, for sure, I get mm-hmm. that. What um, you work at a at a bakery? What uh, what type of systems are are there for um, like cleaning the like pans mm-hmm. and stuff? Or we have a three um, like three compartment sink, and okay. just last year we got three. One this is madness. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't think of what's a third possible sink is for and i'm 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 excited well you're supposed to do the washing and then the rinsing and then the sanitizing that's what we're supposed to do with the three sinks you say so you say supposed to as if you're not doing this well i mean it's we we do it sometimes we don't you know (laughs) is this is this uh, should we should we keep this part in the show? It sounds like you're the admitting to health know. violations. We need to because I no. want to know if this um, this third sink is used for what a young boy named Sleeves once referred to as the <laughs> as the bleach dip. I mean that's essentially what it is. So yeah, it is a bleach dip. Um, just last year we got the we got one of those cool like um, sprayer things, which I thoroughly enjoy using because it's like high powered just steady stream of water it's it's really fun to use actually you guys finally got one of those this year yeah wow that was a staple that was a staple at the restaurant i worked at man you had to you had to that thing would peel the freaking grease right off of any plate or dish Yeah. yeah well our you know our dirty dishes are mostly like yeah big bowls and you know it's like bigger bigger items utensils where does most, uh, where does like most of the flour come from that you guys use? <laughs> Wheat <Like>. field? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, but like you see the bags and stuff, like, what, does it say like what it, state they come from? It or does. Like? It does. I don't, I actually don't know, um, off the top of my head. I mean, I look at the bags every day, but yeah, I don't know. We, okay. we have like a, you know, we get like really large bulk amounts of, of flour and sugar. Yeah, and that's what I was wondering. So. Like, I wonder, like, how, how, like, where it gets processed or, hmm. I'm not quite sure, but I know last week we used over 600 pounds of flour. Jesus. Which is not like that far off from what we normally do, but it has been more than, than normal. Yeah, well, you know, I have invested in some certain stock options in the market right now that uh, I think are going to be growing because people are uh, consuming more uh, baked goods mm-hmm. during these times. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stress out there in the world, and when people get stressed, they crave, like, greasy, uh, like, doughy things. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, uh, you know, I think I think those, those options are going to perform really well. Yeah, the bakery has been hella busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah people need like comfort food oh jerry's giving me a signal here what what is it jerry oh he's got all right he just texted me some more dish news here hmm let's see what we got okay it looks like they're conducting studies into uh what your appliances actually say about your health 
So they're analyzing appliance, uh, looks like appliance cleanliness, and uh, looks like MIT's Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Laboratory, they've come up with a system called SAPL, <laughs> which analyzes in-home appliance usage to better understand people's health patterns using just radio signals and a smart electricity meter. Hmm. Hmm. So it's talking about, like, say there's an elderly person living alone. The learning appliance usage patterns could help, like, their healthcare professionals understand the ability to perform various activities. Hmm. So, but where's the dishwashing? What is it? Where's the dishwashing factor here? We should maybe get the old lady <laughs> at the grocery store in on this study. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll hook up a bunch of like probes to her head, like just, electrical probes, just, just to torture see what's her going on. a little bit more. She's, she, yeah, she's like, yeah, it was exactly. a lot easier to wash the dishes when I didn't have two broken arms. <laughs> <laughs> Before these people like assaulted me. Oh Jesus! She's like, I keep finding potatoes in my pockets. Hey, free potatoes! So basically, it's talking about like uh, this could potentially help reduce like our consumption of electricity. So like instead of running the dishwasher or doing the dishes as soon as you hit a certain level, you could do it during like off peak hours too, hmm. just to help save um, save the world and save on power. So set your <laughs> alarm for three o'clock in the morning when yeah. The water isn't running as strong, and just less people are up there doing it. Get up and get up and do the dishes at that point. I get up at like four thirty in the morning. Maybe I should change things up and do a heaping load of dishes before I go to work. That rooster wakes you up, and you're ready to go. Uh huh. Up yeah. and at him. Speaking of uh, being annoyed. <laughs> um... <laughs> Do you have a, a bad dishwashing story? Um, yeah, I, I figure since no. you are in the dark so much, have you ever had that problem <laughs> with perhaps hurting yourself, washing dishes in complete blackness? Mm-hmm. Well, I I can't think of anything. I've, um, you know, I haven't had any cuts or anything like that. I feel like I'm pretty um, hmm. careful and efficient with the. Uh, with these things i would say maybe just as a whole you know my first job as a dishwasher was not fun it was not great yeah Yeah, that can be very stressful but um plus it was my first job you know as a 14 year old yeah so that was is that legal in amish territory because where i lived the only job you could get was a paper boy at at 14 i i believe this restaurant I, I think 14 was the the youngest you could be. You ever fall into that machine? <laughs> yeah, when I just needed like a quick bath, I just like hop in there. Come yeah. out the other side clean. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, throw me in the bleach dip. Yeah. It was a very disgusting, dirty job. It was, especially if you were the the person in the, or one of two people in the front that had to, you know, take the food out to the lions. Oh man, yeah. I I remember how greasy my skin used to get at the end of the night because you're just like covered in like grease. There's like a film. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another position I had at that restaurant, um, I was a cook and on Saturday mornings, they had a breakfast buffet that was just 
it was insanely busy. So one person was designated to be like the bacon person, which is wild. But like in the morning, like there was just one sure. person that did bacon the whole time. Yeah. And no one ever liked that um, job, but I had to do it a lot of times because I was like the young person, you know, the sure. young new person. Yeah, you're the low man on the totem pole. Yeah, so which is fine, whatever. But I could not eat bacon for like a year after. Oh boy. Like I couldn't eat bacon while I worked there. And like a year after I got moved to a different position because the smell was just like, it made me like feel kind of sick. It was bad. How do you feel knowing that you've come full circle now that when you were 14, you were a bacon person and now you're a baking person? <laughs> <laughs> It's such a beautiful circle of life. <laughs> oh, come on, Dickie. You didn't give me anything for that? <laughs> Thank I'm you. giggling. I'm giggling. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Jeff's, uh, Jeff's quest to, uh, to denounce bacon across the land. Yeah, I know. That's kind of why I told that story. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, see, uh, you see, yeah, it, she started uh, out as mm-hmm. a B-A-C-O-N person. And now she's a she's Sorry, a one more time. baking person. Oh, it's <laughs> really funny. Yeah, that's a. Yeah. What's next for me? Bacon, baking. What could be next? Kevin Bacon. <laughs> like the six degrees of separation. Yep. Next, I will marry um, Kevin Bacon. Or maybe like maybe you publish a book of like Francis Bacon poems. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Or Francis Bacon inspired poems. Anyway. <laughs> well, AP, uh, thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, do you have any um, advice or inspirational thoughts that you'd like to leave the audience with? Hmm. I mean, do a podcast plus dishes I, I i always um encourage people to do their own as a as you know i just think it's fun and also i like to um trick myself and other people into doing things productive and making it a little more fun because yeah. <laughs> sometimes these things suck so it's nice to you know be productive in a fun way if that makes sense definitely so yeah, do a podca- podcast plus dishes and tag me in Also, it. Buzzcast and the Dish Boys, Dune Boys Corporation are in no way responsible for anyone dropping their phones into their sinks <laughs> by taking AP's advice. True. I have nope, been very scared about that. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, you guys gotta stop trying to sue us because uh, it's you know it's not our fault if you drop this if you drop the phone in the water that is not the dish boy's fault. Nope. Exactly. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure talking about dishes with you. And uh, yeah, talk to you soon, guys. See you next week. All right. Bye. 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 This was a Buzzcast Network production. Wow.